0: Hey, I'm Brett Gornick. I'm Jason Lobig. Welcome to the Live Better Podcast. As Nike trainers, international retreat leaders, and wellness advisors, we help people from all different backgrounds push towards their potential, get healthy, and change the world.
1: This podcast is about teaching others to actively pursue their entrepreneurial dreams, similar
0: to how we pursued ours, and how to get and stay healthy doing it. We didn't start our careers in training and wellness. Jason worked in public accounting, and I, Brett, worked in corporate retail until starting our dream experiential wellness business, Live Better. What started as an idea for a
1: protein bar led us down a path to build what Live Better is now, which performs everything from personal training and corporate wellness to international wellness retreats and yoga and meditation for kids.
0: We are here to encourage you to follow your dreams while holding you accountable. It's not easy. It's not always simple, but it is possible. Let's make today the best day ever. Live Better fam, happy Thanksgiving, live better podcast. Jason and Brett here. We're talking gratitude and best day ever, post retreat vibes. Um, we're back in Chicago for a short while. Yep. And, um, you know, we just got back from our trip. So, I want to talk about the new community that, that we built there and um, just the gratitude we have for the Slayers that came to El Salvador. Yeah. I mean, the
1: best part about coming home from these trips is, like, the high that you're on for at least a month. It's <laughs> funny. You see people, like, coming into the studio. You get to see some of, like, our clients that are walking in, and everybody just beaming on a high smile, and it's because you're just so thankful to have such a great experience. But I think at the back end of it is just all the great people that you get to be around the whole time, selfishly including us. Yeah, so, the, like you the... get to make 16, 20, 30 brand new, really close friends. You get... In this really great environment, and then you get to come home, and you're like, wow, this is so much better than it was
0: before. Yeah, it's like, let's hang out, let's yeah. do all this. I was this talking was awesome. to uh, somebody that ran into you, and they were like, gosh, it was like the day after. And they were like, Jason was like, you could just tell his glow. And I was like, I saw uh, a, a woman that went on our old retreats um, just walking, and I, you know, you just smiled. She's like, You've got the you smile. Know, yeah, you know, you've, got you've the caught smile. way too many waves yeah, for an average yeah, person. So the stoke is high. It was interesting. Um, the day after the retreat, so Jason, you, I, and Ryland stayed down for a few days, you know, just to reflect, hang out, surf.
1: Mandatory. Yeah,
0: must, must do. And um, I remember walking down, you guys were like somewhere else and I like walked down to the main area and... I just expected everybody to be walking down and, like, coming to breakfast. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like,
1: everyone's back. It's such a weird
0: thing. It's so weird. It's like a, not like an empty pit. It's just like this weird, anxious – Yeah, you just want to be with everybody. Gap. Yeah. You're like, where are all my friends? Yeah. So the coolest thing about it was um, – and, again, I was training one of my clients that came, and she was talking to me about how she's like, oh, yeah, it's just so nice to have all these new friends. And I'm just thinking, like, what an amazing thing that within a five-day period you can go from – Being individuals that are obviously there for a similar reason to now literally having like an army. Two of the people, you know, a couple days ago were seeing sunrise together. And it's just so cool that um, it works and that people come for the right reason. Uh, We facilitate a very open and vulnerable state so that people can open up quickly and get a deep interaction. And I mean, like you said, I think it's the people that come make the trip.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just to parallel thanksgiving and just showing gratitude so many people love thanksgiving because you get to spend time around people that you love yeah and that is everything you, you you're creating a safe space at home we're creating a safe space there for you just to be yourself you can just hang out and relax and talk about things that you want to talk about and you're not forced to have any surface level conversations you're not forced to do anything you don't want to do and you get the same thing when you're on vacation or when you're home or when you're going to friends houses for thanksgiving if you um Aren't, aren't headed home for the holidays, you get to see people and you get to surround yourself by people that you feel like you can be yourself around. And that, I think, is the most interesting parallel between finding people on the retreat or having people on the retreat come back home is that people want to spend time around those same people. It's because they empower you, they make you feel safe, and you, like, we get to show gratitude to those people on, like, a day like Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. So we're going to dive into some ideas around daily gratitude, um, larger scale gratitude, ways to just be grateful for simple things and people. And one of the things we implemented on this retreat, um, which was uh, stemmed from our boy, JJ Thomas, who we had on the show, um, who's all about the appreciation rampages. JJ, we love that. And we talk about it all the time. Um, and kind of that blended with one of the, the gratitude practices that I do was writing letters. So um, one of the things that I do every single month is pick out three people that inspire me, um, that I love, um, people that I haven't met, or people that I've known for a long time, and and write three handwritten notes and send those out in the mail. And so we comboed two of those things and gave everybody some letters to, to write gratitude to some people that they either haven't said that to in a while or haven't done it in a formal way. Um, and the handwritten note is a lost art. So we're going to, we're going to talk about a few ways for practicing gratitude. So the first one is that, um, and around this time around, around the holidays, um, you know, there's gift giving, there's so many different ways to show, um, the appreciation you have for others. So one of the things that I love to do is again, just, you know, take some time to myself, Uh, make a tea and just sit down for as long as I need and pick out the people that I want to send some gratitude to. And it doesn't have to take forever. It doesn't have to be 15 pages. My notes are literally one page long, like a half of a sheet of a normal paper. Um, And just sending that out, it's something that makes me feel really good to give that gratitude. And I know everybody that receives it really feels the same way. So um, are there any other ways in which maybe our you know, less conventional than, hey, and I love you, or a text message, or a phone call, or a hug that that you've practiced to give gratitude to others? Yeah, I mean, the handwritten
1: note is just such an anomaly now. Normally, you get, at at most, a text message, or an email, thank you, or it's just like, hey, in passing, like, thanks for this. Like, most of the time, whenever you get a handwritten note, it's only maybe your birthday, most of the time, not even anymore. It's all coming digital. Um, Wedding, if you're getting married, um, or if you give a gift for some specific thing, you're getting maybe a thank you note after the fact. We don't just get random handwritten notes out of the blue anymore, and nothing else that comes in the mail is good. <laughs> that doesn't come in a package. <laughs> yeah. So I think the, the like, contrast between just nothing or something digital and a handwritten note is so big that it is like, very special. Somebody very clearly took time to like, sit down, think about you, and write something to you is a very powerful display of, "Hey, I spent time like, thinking about you. Like, I, I spent time thinking about what you've done for me, and I'm going to take time to like, go get a stamp and r- find, <laughs> find your <that>. address. <laughs> yeah. Those two things, impossible. Yeah. Like now we just have an email and, a, and an email address, and that's all you need. That's, yeah. a, that's stamp and address yeah. all at once. Yeah. Um, so I think the contrast for that is, is big. I mean, I think that is so meaningful to somebody. I think the another just sort of generally unconventional strategy, I think when we get around the holidays, sometimes the holidays aren't the best time for everybody. Um, a lot of people that I'm close to or know of have experienced like a lot of loss since last Thanksgiving. And I think sometimes they're they're difficult reminders for people that don't get to come home to like a large loving family all the time whether your family situation isn't perfect or whether you've lost somebody that you're close to Um, I think a great way that's unconventional I think um, to practice gratitude and this is so much harder said or so much harder done than it is said um, is if you feel like you're suffering just to get out of your own way and go help somebody else because it could always be worse. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that the best way to get out of your own suffering is just to help somebody else with theirs. And I think that is an immediate turnaround and selfish mood boost for you just to say, hey, even in my suffering or even in my time of need um, or loss, like I also see you and I understand what you're going through. Somebody in the corporate talk we just gave asked, like, well, what happens if you're not having the best day ever? Like, how do you get out of it? And we both answered, oh, we just surround ourselves with other people. But I think if I would have gone back and answered that again, yes, I would very clearly choose to surround myself with people who are going to be positive and to lift me up. But I also would have just gone to help somebody else. So just like thinking back even to something is not necessarily – loss, but and in, in, in hindsight, is trivial. Now, um, back to when I was injured, people were like, oh, well, how did you get out of that headspace? Is like, well, I just helped somebody else who was going through an injury. And like that made me feel good and that empowered me. So I think when you're at a loss for what to be grateful for, um, or you're not in a situation where you feel like that's top of mind, just look to help somebody else. And that could be like just literally the next person you see, just like ask them how they are in a very authentic way. And you can show gratitude that way without having to, like, send a grand gesture of, like, a thank you note or um, going out of your way to, like, make a post about somebody. It doesn't have to be that big. It can just be, like, hey, I see you and I'd like to do something for you even though you might not be in the best shape either.
0: Yeah, I think one thing to piggyback off that, um, you know, like you said, it's super easy to, like, email and text now. And so one of the other ways to practice gratitude, and I think it's perfect around this time of year is just listening. So if, if, if it's you know helping somebody get through something or listening to the excitement that someone that you haven't seen all year, or your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, your grandma, and they want to tell you a story, it's being a legitimate listener to that. That's one of the things I've been working on a lot um, especially in these situations, a lot of times you get into like the, the meal and you're eating and it's like football's on next and, you know, it's just taking some time to just sit back and just listen into the conversation and be inquisitive, but also just, you know, let the, the information come to you. It shows a lot of, of respect, um, which is a form of gratitude when you're literally actively listening to somebody. Um, and you know, that person might be the crazy uncle telling you some story that, you know, you really don't give a, you know, <laughs> give a shit about, but you know, it's really, it means a lot when people listen to you. And that was one of the things from our retreat that, um, especially on this group was, um, I felt like I was sharing a lot, which was amazing and people were really listening. And so I flipped that a lot and was like in these big settings was just kind of sitting back and really just listening and a lot of people appreciated that. And I got a lot of texts and calls after from people being like, it was nice that you were just there to listen. So people will, they might not, you know, be as formal and open to tell you thanks for that. But at the end of the day, everybody wants to be heard.
1: Yeah. Get, giving Showing somebody appreciation by giving them your time is a perfect way to practice something like that. I think it's just funny. We get caught up in so many like fluffy quotes and, Oh, just, you know, practice gratitude by just saying thank you and giving hugs. Like, it doesn't have to be that cliche. It's it's really just saying, like, hey, I'm here to spend time with you, and I'm grateful to be around you. I'm not trying to fix you. I'm not trying to change you. I just, like, I want to listen to you. I want to yeah. um, show you that I care about you. Like, that in and of itself is a gratitude practice. And I think the funny part is that we have all these great journals and things, like, to to reflect on that and write those down, and that is then your self-gratitude practice. So it's like, you're already doing it maybe without realizing it, so just reflecting on it is in and of itself the practice. It's just saying, oh yeah, I I did sat down, like I was a good listener in that conversation. Write that down for yourself, look at it, And then like, thank yourself for doing it. Like that is your gratitude practice. I think people try and make it way too complicated. It doesn't have to be these like grand gestures. It's like, just go out and help somebody. Mm -hmm. And by helping somebody that doesn't have to be like, hey, I'm coaching you or walking you through this or like fixing your relationships. It's just like show some appreciation by spending some time there. I think maybe another non-conventional way, something you've always considered but might not actively practice is to like really put your phone down and pay attention to people while you're having conversations. I guarantee you no matter what, whenever you listen to this podcast, if it's on Thanksgiving or after, just pay attention to what happens at dinner. I guarantee you that as soon as the food gets passed for the first time, or as soon as you get past that initial stage of the meal, everyone's going back to their phones, mainly because just like comatose from turkey and wine and whiskey. But just to be very attentive to like how you are also giving your time away. Like, are you so comfortable at home that you feel like you can just pop on your phone or are you opting out of conversations that you maybe know you should be having, but aren't by just like defaulting into your phone It's like putting that down, being present. Like that is in and of itself a gratitude practice by giving your attention to somebody. And I encourage you to like, to put the phone down, set the, go into your screen time, set the app limit to like 10 minutes for Thursday. Like make your post if you need to, you know, put up your Thanksgiving story and then just shut it down. It's like Instagram's not going away. Like that day of all days is the time to like be very, very focused on who you're with. And that might mean just turn it off, just get it out of the room. So you don't even have the option. It's like something we talk about all the time. It's just better default decisions. Our default choice is our phone because it's an infinite amount of connection which is great, and we can be grateful for that too, but I think while you're spending time over the holidays with the people you're around, like, be there.
0: Yeah, one of the other things um, that that I do, I've had this uh, Thanksgiving tradition now since high school, um, and it's it's the way I, it's, Thanksgiving is actually, um, is probably my favorite day of the year for this tradition. So the guy, uh, my mentor, uh, Dr. Philip Clausen, who, um, helped me rehab um, a shoulder injury in high school, helped a couple of my friends with ACLs, and um, amazing, amazing guy. Um, Used to be the White Sox trainer, the Cubs trainer. I've spoken about him on on old episodes. And um, he hosts a workout in the morning. And the entire workout that he hosts, he's been doing it for 30 years, is around the gratitude he has for everybody that he's helped. Which is just kind of like, think about that, and you're like, everybody should be grateful for him but he's actually grateful for everybody that's come to see him, and it's like nuts. Like when you really get to that level, it's like you're that's an that's a special human being that is going to give back to those that have like essentially he's already helped. Um, and so that workout is amazing, and, and it's my favorite uh, workout of the year, um, probably my favorite morning of the whole year. And it's just a bunch of people coming together that I haven't seen in a while. So he's trained a bunch of us in high school and helped a bunch of my friends with injury. So. To see that practice, something that he created, is just an inspiring way to show gratitude. And it's a simple thing like that. So if there's opportunities um, throughout this holiday season to get groups of people together that maybe are outside of the norm, those are other ways to show gratitude. Open up your do- doors, host a, a gathering, um, or get people together for you know a turkey trot or a, a football game or one of those things. If you're the initiator of that, it's a way in which you're showing the people that you want to be there, that you're grateful for their friendship, for their allegiance, um, for who they are. And then the other piece of that, which you know, is one of the things that we always talk about, you know, just movement in general, I think you know, showing gratitude for your body, um, is a really important aspect of what that workout is, is, you know, everybody that's there was hurt at one point and that's why they saw him. So being able to come back and do a really good workout together, we're all just like grateful. And everyone's got like, Oh, my shoulder or my knee or my back. And it's like, yeah, that, you know, that's funny that that's why we were all there, but now we're all able to move and, you know, he's gotten us better and we've learned from it. And a lot of the reasons that I started getting into health and wellness was through that. So my gratitude to him um every time I walk in there he's not a hug guy but I just like grab him up and give him a nice (laughs) big squeeze Uh, non-hug people deserve more hugs I just just get it's gonna make you You make me squeeze you harder that's another way to show gratitude I think um you were talking about it and I think when you see your family throughout the holidays look them in the eyes Shake their hand, give them a real hug. Don't just like no doing bullshit no and no like pats, hug them on. No and, pats. And one thing that you've talked about is the heart to heart. Heart to heart, and no back pats. It's bullshit. Yeah. You like
1: come in, get the ass out, yeah. hug no, no, the no, straight straight. No. You know, get in there, get some like you know contact, and then <laughs> squeeze. Like you got to get the the secondary squeeze in. Yeah. Heart to heart, secondary squeeze, no back pats. Yeah. Like, that's gratitude. Don't, don't pat me on the back. Like,
0: when you, someone gives you a good hug, you feel good.
1: Oh, yeah. And so, it's got to last more than, it's like a couple seconds. Yeah, you got to go three to five. Six seconds is like the full that's, release, that's the but full it's thing. like, you know, you should know the person yeah. before you give a six-second
0: yeah. hug. So, I mean, that that to me has just been one of those things, and, and I'm just shedding my gratitude for that, um, that that day, because, um, you know, building a strong community around you, and then, showing gratitude for that community. Um, We all have friends and family and we all can show more to them. So gathering those people together, um, and and it could be, you know, this idea might spur um, a next year tradition for you, or maybe it's just, man, I haven't hosted anything in a long time and I just wanna get some of my friends together and, and hang out. That shows every time you bring people together, you're showing that you're grateful for their presence. I think that's super super valuable.
1: Yeah, we always talk about uh, like taking the lead on things that you want to see. It doesn't matter if it's in the workplace or at home. I think people just like go into default mode when they're around family and friends, especially if they're old family and friends, where you just kind of like kick back into old habits or you just get a little bit complacent about it. I think another great non-conventional way to practice gratitude is just to not be complacent. Like, how are you going to Show appreciation for moments that would otherwise glide by, like sitting down to eat is like a great one. It is sitting down to a meal together is a lost art, and I also think that's why people love Thanksgiving. Is like you're you're really sitting yeah, down, yeah. You're like actually eating a long meal. You're like you're sitting down for a while. Um, but I think there are a lot of moments in between, whether it's just like a glass of wine or you're sitting down to watch football during the day when everyone else is cooking or cleaning or out or running. It's like cherish those little moments where you just get to sort of sit with somebody, um, instead of letting those moments gloss over. And if normally your family does something like make that moment better, we always, every other year we're, we're down in South Carolina for Thanksgiving and we run a big turkey trot But the night before, everyone goes out. So it's just, like, it's kind of a shit show trying to wake up after, like, a little bit of tequila and run 5Ks. It also makes for a much more interesting finish. But but it's such a fun thing to, like, wake up. And as much as everybody's, like, now getting older, like, bitching about getting up to run because we're not all 12 and 13 anymore. Yeah when you're done, it's just such a fun time to like hang out because then like you're done running, everybody's up and we're all so active. And if we just kind of were like, ah, you know, I just don't really feel like doing that anymore. Like we've run 22 of these 5Ks, like 20 of these 5Ks, the people that run the race, like know our family's name. If we just glossed over that now, you would lose out on all the downstream fun things that happen, like, at the end of the race, and, like, little stories and funny things and, like, that opportunity to just, like, be awake and hang out right after. So just realize where you can sort of, like, take the lead on making sure to press that because now there's, like, a couple of us who really like to run, myself included, I'm like, no, you're getting up to do this. Like, we're all going to do this. It's, like, a fun thing, even if you just walk, um, and I think being, being the – um, pressure for things that you want to see continue for traditions or um, being the change you want to see like if everyone's just sort of sitting around not doing anything and not connecting like suggest something or just like play a game whatever Any, literally anything I think to create more of those moments so that the time you're spending doesn't just slip by it doesn't have to be some crazy agenda just foster more connection by not defaulting to just like being lazy and shutting off. Mm -hmm. It should be a restful time, but it should also be a time that you get to make some memories because now the world's just getting a little bit more spread out and a little bit more disconnected. Um, Even though the tools we have make it as easy as it's ever been to stay connected, I think we're still seeing a deviation away from more human connection and interaction. So being mindful of you know, you have a limited number of, of times to do this. Tim Urban wrote on his Wait But Why blog about how many times that you see your parents once you leave their house after high school. It's absurd. And if that shit does not shock you into paying more attention, um, you should go read it on WaitButWhy.com. It's Tim Urban's blog, and I cannot remember the title, but it's basically like gives you a visual picture of how many more times you get to see your parents, and it is a lot less than you think. And just the parents is the example. You see other people a lot less yeah. sometimes, especially if your parents live close by. So just like making sure not to let any of those moments pass by or, or finding ways to like elevate them is like make a memory
0: and you can produce that. Yeah, so to, to really kind of like wrap up on that, I think there's, there's active things you can do before and throughout the year. Things like a gratitude letter, um, even if it's a random phone call or text message, Um, ways in which you can show gratitude to people that might not be as obvious um, and things in which you can really you know elevate the way you do that and then the other things that you can do is just be present in conversation so like make the moment that's already going to be there better Um, also creating your community and bringing people together those are just some different ways instead of just the basic please and thank yous, which are super important and are, and are definitely a way of showing it. Um, it's you know helping out in the kitchen, or being the first one to refill the wine, or to take out the garbage and with no questions, making those moments that are already there just better for everybody. Um, those are some different ways in which you, know, you can create gratitude. And then at the end of that, what you mentioned is just really reflecting on the ways that you did that for your own self. Self-gratitude is extremely important. Um, And we wanna make sure that everybody reflects on the things that they're doing well so that you can continue to do them and that you feel good doing them. Um, And that ties into everything. I mean, that ties into the best day ever mindset. It's waking up Thanksgiving morning, saying today's gonna be the best day ever. What are the three to five things I'm gonna do to make that happen um, in this moment here? And just diving into those things. And then by the end of the day, you've, you've done your part, you've done your best to make that a thing and you can be grateful for that at the end of the day. So as always, uh, thanks for listening. If you were able to scoop this Thanksgiving morning, enjoy the turkey, eat a bunch of it. Um, if you're the, if you're the day after and you're still in a coma from the meal, then this is yeah. a great listen. Leftovers. And, uh, yeah, you've got every day to do this, so it doesn't just have to be today. I mean, Thanksgiving's such an awesome holiday for the reason it's about giving thanks, um, but we can make that every single day. So go out there, have the best day ever, and thanks for the listen. Run it. Peace.